In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. From the Nicene Creed. And I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Lord and giver of life. Pentecost celebrates the outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon the early Christian community, and at the same time prays for a renewed outpouring of the Spirit in our time. Ten days ago, we celebrated the ascension of Jesus, and have been praying that our hearts and minds would ascend up into the heavenly worship. If our faith is to be life-giving for the sake of others, our ascent into the mystical realities of Christian experience must require some form of descent and engagement with the world. Jesus' ascension was not the beginning of his absence but rather it was the expansion of his presence to the end of the earth. The Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus at his baptism, empowering Christ's earthly ministry. Jesus came as the first fruits of a renewed humanity, which brought the kingdom of God everywhere he went. At Pentecost, the Spirit descended upon the young Christian church, which serves as the first fruits of a renewed human community comprised of people from every nation. The kingdom of God is no longer limited to local Israel. The book of Acts is record of the Spirit's movement from the center of Israel in Jerusalem to the center of the known world in Rome. In the creed we affirm belief in the Holy Spirit, but the problem is, most of us don't quite know how to comprehend that. We have some conception of how to imagine God. Because we have earthly and spiritual fathers, however imperfect, as icons of God the Father. Because of the incarnation and gospel accounts, we have a reference point for the life of Jesus. But scriptural references to the Spirit are less obvious. But God's Spirit has been creative, has been actively creative since the beginning of time. Genesis tells us that while the earth was formless and void, the Spirit hovered over the waters to bring order out of chaos. Likewise, in the beginning of Luke's Gospel, we read of the Spirit hovering over the Virgin Mary to bring about the Incarnation. Today we experience the Spirit's hovering power over the early church at Pentecost, empowering them for a ministry that would change the world. The life-giving work of the Spirit is most richly experienced through individual members of the body of Christ. When the Spirit is at work through gifts such as hospitality, service, and fellowship, people are brought into a tangible expression of the love of God. Too often, American Christianity has focused on the Spirit's work in the life of the individual. While it is true that Christ came to call individuals, they are called to be part of a community. Ephesians 2 states, You are no longer strangers and aliens, but you are fellow citizens with the saints and members of the household of God. The theological history of the book of Acts is that of a shared life of Christian love and hospitality that was so compelling it enveloped outsiders in the wake of its affection. 
The book of Acts shows us how the Spirit is forming and shaping individuals who flourish through their participation in Christian community. This means that Christian maturity is much more than knowing about the Bible or about theology or about the church. We are called to cultivate communities of the Holy Spirit. This is most famously modeled in Acts chapter 2, verse 42, quote, And they devoted themselves to the apostles' teaching, to the fellowship, to the breaking of bread, and to the prayers. Apostolic teaching calls us not to be conformed to this world, but to be transformed by the renewing of our minds. Christianity is a way of life centered on the gospel. We no longer have to walk in the darkness of sin, but we are called to participate in the light of Christ, which gives new life. Fellowship is sometimes seen as a sidebar to Christian experience, but this is false. The interpersonal love of the Trinity is our model of fellowship and hospitality. The Church Fathers saw the Trinity as a circle of love that exists between the Father and the Son in the Spirit. The Holy Spirit is understood as that love which binds the circle together. And this love flows out into the world. The love experienced in Christian fellowship should never stay with inside the church, but it must continually flow out. The breaking of bread in Acts. This is the experience of the Eucharist, which not only looks back to the Last Supper, but it is a microcosm of Christian community responding to the love of God in the sacrifice of Christ. Prayer is evidence of dependence on God and life in the Spirit. Regular times of prayer do not come naturally for most of us. Because we tend to value that lone individual who forges his own path, we sometimes scoff at disciplined and proven patterns of prayer. But this is where a rule of life, such as found in the prayer book, becomes a great source of stability for the Christian. As one writer states, prayer shows that we belong to a different order of reality, which defies the powers of evil and anticipates the kingdoms of this world becoming the kingdom of Christ. As we lift up our hearts in the worship of God this morning, let us leave as agents of the Spirit, empowered for mission to give life to the world. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.